Welcome to, as uh, Jamie Tribble says, a magnificent Monday. Welcome to the Daily Hunt. Good morning, fellas. Welcome back, sir. Um, Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, minus Mark Noodleberg this morning, who is taking time off with family. As you know, we always recommend that. And uh, Miss Lori is uh, waking up this morning in San Diego. So I came east, she went west. I was, I was a little bit confused. I didn't know if Lori was going to be on this or if it was just going to be us two. So a pleasant surprise that I get to do this. What a great way to start the week. I mean, for me, last week, uh, Wednesday night was dinner with the, you know, the Dykes fellas, which was what an unbelievable kickoff to my vacation. I had a tremendous, tremendous trip to the West Coast. Uh, lots of fun, lots of great people. Um, you know, it's just amazing. You get to the airport Thursday morning. First thing, I run into an old buddy um, who was great to hang out with him and his lady. And then boom, boom, boom. You know, for me, the so many highlights of the trip. Shay, show me, uh, show me some of the highlights, if you would. Um, top left, I got to hang out with my man, John Sally, who was just uh, – <laughs> I've been friendly with the guy for over 20 years. I can't, I can't even say how great it was to see him and his daughter, Gaia. Um, bottom left to see Steve Heller and his lady, Karen. Um, the I was on the phone with Jake yesterday and I said, I got to go. <laughs> there Because I wound up having a conversation with Spike Lee, who was in town for the Knicks-Lakers game, which for those Knicks fans, the Knicks did beat the Lakers last night. And then uh, bottom right is Matt Williams and his beautiful wife, uh, Chesley. And uh, Matt will be on uh, the show uh, in Huddler in the Hot Seat a week from this Friday, or I think, or two weeks from this Friday. He is the founder of a company called Fro Pro. They make these amazing protein bars. But um, I just can't say enough about the hotel. Shout out to my travel agent. Yes, there are still travel agents. Lori Kenner at Boca Travel, she just laid out an amazing trip. And then, uh, show them uh, me and my lady. Ah, there is uh, the queen herself. Um, that's, this was us going out to dinner Thursday night. The weather was chilled. We went to a couple of great restaurants. It's just fabulous time. I highly recommend to everybody in the huddle, get your ass somewhere different than your daily routine uh, to make sure that you're living life to the fullest. So uh, thank you all. Good to be back. Uh, young Noodleberg, what happened here over the weekend? Uh, we held the fort down while you were gone, while you were having a blast, you know, hanging with celebrities and leaving the kids to go wild. Uh, but it was great. Friday I spent or I got invited by Ralph Campbell to Leadership Broward's Fun wow. Lunch, wow. which was do? indeed – I did not know exactly what I was walking into when they meant fun – Usually I'm a skeptic when it comes to those words and these kind of events, but sure enough, walked in at the uh, Margaritaville and there was a mar you know, trays of margaritas rating. And uh, it was, no a, kidding. it was a, um, it was pretty much, a, it was pretty much a recruitment lunch. I, I would call it. Um, and there uh, obviously like, you know, I recognized some people for some awards, but it was the closest thing I've gotten to, to like a fraternity sorority soiree, recruitment kind of dinner but it was fun it was cool to see people in the community uh saw a lot of people uh that are connected to us met some new people greg goldstein is absolutely the mayor 
of, uh, of South Florida. So we're super proud and happy to have him in our tribe. And uh, yeah, looking if it's an opportunity for me for on the ball, but uh, just a great event. Yeah. You know, I think leadership Broward, the, the purpose of, you know, why it even exists is to educate people about all the things that happen here in, right. in the County. And so uh, what a well, great- it, was really, it was really cool. So I was going around the room and the people that I knew or the people that I either got introduced uh, to uh, yes, uh, most people did know the name Noodleberg. Ever nobody needs their everyone needs to know the name Jake. Uh, but uh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, but I was asking everybody their main takeaway from Leadership Broward. I was like, "Hey, are you in it?" They're like, "Yeah." I was class of whatever number they would say, and I would was getting all the takeaways. And most of the people would be would say, "Oh, the connections are unreal." Probably ninety nine percent of those people would say that the connections were unreal. But Hayden Kassan, who I also saw there, didn't get a picture. Goes. You actually learn like who's running Broward, like the inner workings and how things work. And so it was really cool to see like that was the unique part of what he got out of it, not just the connections or anything else that came along. Awesome. 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 So hope you all had a great weekend. I got some great content. You know, we did experience daylight savings time, which I don't understand it. There's a big debate. We'll debate it a little bit. I got some great topics, some good shit to get back in the flow. So, um, Shay, let's wake this thing up. I know that there's something funky going on with uh, LinkedIn. Some people are getting notifications. Some people uh, are not. If this isn't part of your morning routine, it should be. So, you know, the hell with notifications. Anyway, so this daylight saving time um, thing happens. Yesterday was the day that you spring forward. So you theoretically lose an hour. I, I, you know, it's actually really funny. I told somebody that you fall back. Or you, you're, I, I totally miss, or like you fall forward is what I told someone. And they were like, no, you spring forward, you dumbass. And I was like, right, right. So, you know, you push the clock an hour forward, which I don't really get. I know that there's some law in place that says that they're going to do away with this. But according to a report, um, only 33% of Americans see the purpose. So, you know, what, why are we doing this? And they've been doing this for a hundred years, way back to the time that it was farming. We, we probably are the, we're probably the wrong two people to have up here. This is probably something that Mark is really educated on and would drop some real knowledge that would, you know, change our opinions. But I, I don't get it. I don't like it. It was you and me were both, you know, we didn't wake up till seven o'clock today, which for us is, like you should have seen it. It was like a tornado ran through our house today and we had no idea. It was dark as, you know, as S and I, I'm not a fan of it. I prefer it to be early. I don't want my days to be long, but I understand it used to be for the farmers is for my understanding. But I think we're 
changing laws so that this isn't a thing anymore is my understanding. I, I don't understand. They say it's longer yeah. evening. Yeah, I'm they sure are, you know. Yeah. They are putting it on the books to make it permanent. They like so this would this would be permanent or the yes. the other. Oh, this God. would be permanent. Oh. So it doesn't get light in the morning till like. 7.30 is the sunrise, and then I uh, the sunset is, what, 7, 7.30, um, which I guess when uh, when I was a kid and we were playing, you know, in the neighborhood, that was fun, but uh, I'm usually done by 6 o'clock now, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, the whole thing finds me, you know, if I, I just don't really get it. I think there's plenty of sunlight at, you know, till the end of the day, but I guess now it won't be dark until 8 o'clock tonight. Right. Yeah, you will. You will have to stay up later. Your seven thirty bedtime will have. I to guess end. what I think about daylight savings. Right. right. Okay. So right. Uh, the hell with all that crap. But it is what it is. Um, you know, you are a creature of habit. So now it will. You you'll have to change your habits and get um, get used to it. So I you know do a lot of reading, and when I was on vacation, I got to read more. Five hour flight out there. Um, chilled at a hotel called Shutters on the Beach, which was super cool. Um, but I read an article that said nobody knows how to hang out anymore. And that like kind of drew me in because one of the things that we set out to do on purpose going on vacation was to do nothing. You know, sometimes you go on vacation, you're just so busy doing and everything is, you know, every minute is, we're here, we're there, we're doing, you know, that you come home and you feel like, holy shit, man, I need a vacation from my vacation. So it was a super cool article. And it dawned on me, you are one of the people that really knows how to hang out, not only hang out, but hang out with yourself. So I want you to comment on it because the article was really cool. Sandra, uh, sorry, Sheila Liming is the one who is the author. And, and before you go out, hanging out, according to her, is the unstructured or lightly structured time spent in the company of friends, strangers, acquaintances, or yourself. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, and I see on top of the article, it talks about social isolation and I, and I think it goes back to being able to have the choice and the comfortableness with yourself to say no to the external people that you don't want to be around of and, and listening to your body. And I called it, you know, the social battery. We are in very, we're, our work is social. You know, we're always surrounded by people. We're always having new conversations. We're on the huddle every day. I get to the weekend. Sometimes I don't want to be around people and that's an okay thing. But I think it's about finding the things that fuel you, you know, that just because someone is very social doesn't mean that that's not fueling them. You know, for me, that might be very draining to go out every night, to be in a club every night. It is. It, it takes up on my social, on my personal life. And it takes up on my business life. And so I don't do it. But for people that's their outlet. Like that's their recharge. They feel great when they do it. So I think it's about what fulfills you and really what drives you and makes you happy. That is kind of that balance, that yin and yang to what you're doing for your professional life. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, it became very obvious to me that on vacation, the, the hotel that we chose to stay at their lobby is called the living room. Now I know that at the W they have something called the living room, but that's, lit up party time, crazy music, you know, that's a different vibe. This was really comfortable couches, fireplaces, and, a, and it was meant to well, I hang think it's, out. 
I think it's the our and I want to word this correctly. We don't we aren't great communicators as humans anymore. We're scared of people. We don't wave to people. We don't smile. We're wearing headphones when we walk to places. We're jamming music in our cars so we don't have to speak to people. I mean, I, I can't believe, and there's so many visitors that we have now in Fort Lauderdale Beach, but the amount of people who don't wave or smile or get out of the way when you're on the sidewalk for a runner or a biker, and it's, I, we're so we're so torn apart. And I think hanging out is getting off your phone and having a conversation and talking about things that are happening in the world or things that are important to us. You know, like you talked about going to the bagel shop every morning back in work, and like you would talk about everything under the moon and like for me and and mark and i i'm sure mark will attest to this like us going to the barber shop is our hangout it's 30 minutes of like uh, we're just hanging out so yeah we're cutting hair but like that was like the show that lebron did was hey we're just here hanging out talking about things and i think in a society where there's social media you know there's there's all these different distractions that make us feel like we're connected but we're actually not connected at all you need to be in a quiet place with people and hang out, smoke a cigar and talk about things and, you know, or find social forums where like that is a driving force of hanging out. I think hanging out, hanging out on your phone or being, you know, brainwashed or what was the quote I heard? It was like making time go faster, make time slow down in your hangouts and you'll see much more, you know, better results from your relationships. I think. I mean, I think you nailed it. Take the headphones out. Lift your head up. Don't be looking at your phone all the time. We were sitting there um, Saturday afternoon, just kind of chilling. You know, we ordered a cocktail. The fire was going. It was really nice. And somebody came over and said, hey, can we sit here? Because it was sort of like a, a pit, if you will. You know, two chairs, two chairs and a couch. And we said, sure. And they sat down. And the conversation that happened afterwards was so fantastic. It was incredible. We wound up meeting the, you know, the one guy works for the law firm that represents Will Smith. So it was Oscar time out there. It was crazy. You know, we're looking, talking. They introduced us to their friends. One of their friends is a CEO, lives in Park City. She developed a company that created sugar, a sugar substitute out of dates. And so we're having this great conversation. We connected on LinkedIn and it was like, none of that would have happened if you have your head down. And, you know, so that was hanging out your voice. You're gone. Shay, let's uh, Shay jump in. I don't know what happened. He's good. He's good. He's okay, good. There you go. There you go. I, I can't hear you. Okay. So Shay, go to motivational music. Sorry about that.
So there's a little Motown Monday. Wouldn't you know the minute you say something about headphones, you have a problem with headphones? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Streamyard sucks, or my headphones suck. I don't know which one it is. So I, doesn't matter. I, you sound great. It was back perfect. back noise. The conversation was very timely because on top of the article that I talked about, that talked about hanging out, there was an article, a research study that said there's no substitute for meeting in person. Shay, show me that. So um, this, this idea of in-person meetings, um, the research shows that face-to-face -face interactions may feel like a lot more work, but in reality, they're more energizing and I call bullshit. I do not believe that all face-to-face -face meetings are equal and I want your opinion cool. as a young guy getting in the business world. I think it's, we live in this world where it's everything is one way or the other. It's either all virtual. It's all like, it has to be one and we can't live in this moderation field. And I don't like, I think that goes for a lot of avenues in our lives where we're so, we're so working to be on one side of the aisle. Always the time you're either left or you're right. I believe this. I don't believe this yet. And just allowing context to drive some of the decisions we make. Oh, like drop. Can I get a bam? A bam? Sure, yeah. Boom. Maybe. Pulls up three pointers. Bang! Bang! It's good. Yeah. So I want you to repeat that because I think that is one of the challenges. Is that? And I'm a black and white guy. I always have been. Most there are. is gray. There is gray, and there's a lot of gray. You know, like we preach social selling, and everybody was like, "Well, I don't want to be completely social." Just adding something to your toolbox or knowledge doesn't make you less than the other thing you were doing. Just because you are now running outside zone or you're an outside zone scheme doesn't mean you're never going to run inside zone in football. You need different plays. You need different tactics, right? And I think in the world of we have so many tools, we can be, you know, virtual. Use that to find out if there's a fit. I'm not going to be energized by people I hate in person. It actually drains me. It actually drains me way more. It's a waste of my time. I hate being around people that either I don't vibe with, what they're they're going to party or whatever. Being virtual and finding out whether you fit is a way better way of using your time and then taking that next step in person. You know, and I think, and I was talking to a lot of bankers and insurance people, they're knock on doors. They're, I'm going to go into their office and face to face. And I was like, if somebody knocked on my door in the middle of the day, I'm never opening the door for them. Like somebody knocks on your, it's intrusive, right? Like I don't, that's not energizing for me. Good if it is for them. But if I develop a relationship and then go, Hey, let's get in person. Let's grab lunch. Let me come to your office. Let me see where you work or what you're doing. That adds a lot of power to it. And you know that there's already a relationship, but before that, I don't see the point of doing that. So I'm really glad because it comes on the heels of the other article about hanging out. I, for one, don't like hanging out in large groups. Uh, I love intimacy. I love one-on-one. -on -one. So I ask people this all the time because it's new and anything new is going to be met with challenges. When you go to a big event like you went to at Leadership Broward, Amen. which was great to be seen, whatever, how many in-depth quality conversations did you have nothing it was introduction what? so it's so funny i said this to i said this to dan nelson and i said i think my dad follows the same thing but i don't 
I think events are great to say that you were there. Everyone's like, what do I have to do? I have to run. I have to go see everybody. Like, like people were having a conversation with me and their eye is like over my shoulder. And I'm like, what are we? And I'm the youngest guy in the room. Like I'm trying to be present and engaged in every conversation I have. You know why? Because that's what we should do as human beings. I don't need to run to the next guy because I'm like, oh my God, if I don't see them, guess what? I know that we were at the same event. If I saw somebody, I write their name in my notes. I say, hey, I know I need to come to them on LinkedIn and say, hey man, saw you at the event, didn't have the opportunity to get over there. My bad, I was with my table. I'd love to grab 15 minutes. If we were in the same room, we should definitely know each other. Why is that hard? It's common sense. What is, oh no, the guy's going to be like, what an asshole. He didn't come say hello to me. No, he's going to be like, oh, I didn't see him either. We're human. There are, like, you know, and I'm, and it really does bother me because it's the I'm older. Glad, I'm glad it bothers you. On and thinks throwing 500 people in the same room is great networking. Nothing's happening. It's the same five people hang out with the same five people. It's the same college bar that I went to. Everybody's with the same group. The same VIP party is the same VIP party with the same people. Everyone knows each other. And now, granted, I'm a Noodleberg, so – I like people know my last name, you know, so, but it's a waste of time. And it's a reason that people are wasting time because they don't want to be efficient because it's not real work. They're just there to party. Not everybody, but yeah, I'll get off my soapbox. No, no, no. I, I'm so happy. And this is why I wanted it to be a like topic. One of the last events I was at too, they go, all right, now you have 10 minutes for speed networking. What? So to me, the, the key here is access. What happened during, you know, when the pandemic happened, which I thought was a social phenomenon that was going to happen anyway, it's not a buffet. It's not a smorgasbord. When you do a meeting like this, it's very personal. There's nowhere to hide. You're one-to-one, your eyeballs. You don't see people going like this, man. You got to be right here. You can't multitask or you maybe you've figured that out. But the intent here is that one-on-one is earned. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it allows you to say, hey, you know what, Jake, this was super fun. You seem like a good guy. Let's move to the next step and try and do something in person. That does not happen in these massive things. And it's a real, real challenge for people, especially young people to, who are being led, you know, fed this bunch of bullshit. It's like, oh, just be visible. Just be out there. For what? Right. You're not having quality conversations, knocking on doors, email, cold call, all that crap. Well, I, I would, I'm going to, I'm going to throw Greg Goldstein on a pedestal again. Like he was amazing at bringing people together. Like I eventually just, and Dan Nelson, even this idea, he was like, just stand by Greg and everybody will just come up because everyone knows Greg. And so and I'll go to Jim where he was talking about eat, drink, think like we kept it clean enough where that the people who worked for on the ball were able to make introductions for everybody in the room and everybody knew who needed to meet before they got there. Like that's a very different thing than it being a room of 500 where you walk up, you grab it and it's kind of like a free for all. Those are very different events in my opinion. And so, yeah, just throwing it back to Greg Goldstein, just being an unreal job. I got introduced to Greg Early, early on in this phenomenon, he was one of those guys who said, okay, you know, I'm willing to learn a new way. So he is a combination of both worlds. And if you learn how to master both worlds, you know, LinkedIn and all the social media allows you to create air cover. You should have. It's an event. LinkedIn is an event and you can show up every day. It's a communication tool where you can drive awareness prior to an event. 
to then introduce and have a conversation before people even come to your event, to then go to an event and you've already seen those people. So it's like, hey, man, great to see you again. That's your in-person time. Then you can be like, hey, let's grab a virtual coffee after this so I can really get to know you. That's how you build the process and the funnel. And here's the thing with everything. You know, it's always, it's either one or the other, you know, right. people couldn't go to events. Now there's an event every night again. It's unbelievable. It's come do this, come do this, come do this, come do this. And it's almost running into one another for me. You know what? Or if you don't blessing. go to an event, if you don't go to an event, you see someone there. Hey man, I'd love to grab 15 minutes to figure out what you kind of got from it. I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm in on it. Did you get any information? Was it worth it in your opinion? What person's not going to offer that information? You'll figure out the right room to get into, but um, it's a great conversation. Well, let me leave you with one thought, and this is Matt and uh, Chesley, uh, Chelsea Williams, who we were talking to in the airport. Their business is growing. Fro Pro, you'll love their story. But I said to them, I think the biggest challenge is people don't know who they want to meet. They're waiting for it to be random. So they go to these events and just like swim in the ocean and people swim by them. And, you know, if you're deliberate and intentional about who you want to meet, you can meet those people without an, a big event and have quality conversations. Quality conversations lead to quality relationships, lead to quality business. What a great kickoff to Monday. Um, I think uh, Mark will be back tomorrow. I hope so. As Jim said, if you're on YouTube watching this, Please smash the like button. Um, I know Mark is um, spending some time with Kai this morning. I hope to do the same. You guys make it a great day. Now let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Let's get down. Let's get down to business.